Right, welcome to the first episode of Three Hot D's. Three Hot the, uh, D's. The uh, House of Dragon podcast, the Game of Thrones prequel. So I have two handsome big D's next to me. <laughs> I have uh, Benny and my big buddy, Ryan. Good morrow, so- sirs. <laughs> Good morrow, you <laughs> fucking nerd. Um, yeah, so this is, uh, like Robbie said, this is Three Hot D's. It's going to be a um, just a reaction podcast to The House of the Dragon, which is, again, a prequel of the Game of Thrones series or the Song of Ice and Fire book series, still unfinished. Um, and the three of us were big Game of Thrones nerds, I guess you could call it. Um, I think we all read at least some of the books um we don't or we haven't read fire and blood yet so this is not going to be a spoiler filled podcast so feel free to listen if you don't know you know what's really going to happen in the future um some of us know some broad strokes but i think it's going to be relatively spoiler free what do you guys think as best we can. I, I think if we ever do mention any spoilers, we'll we'll let you know with fair warning. Yeah, I think and it probably some of this will come up, but I also I don't want to spoil it for people. I don't want to spoil it for Robbie. Robbie, I know you don't want me to spoil it for you. No, don't like you did for um, Stranger <laughs> Things. <laughs> I um, want to say something real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Benny gave me the first Game of Thrones book, like brand new. Yep. And like six months later, I gave it back to him <laughs> brand new. And he's like, did you read it? I'm like, yeah, of course I read it. <laughs> and there was no binding in the book. So he knew yeah, I was lying. We, we had a whole trial and we showed a used book and then the book that I gave him and it returned. And there was no wear, no tear on the book that I gave him. Wow. Was it a trial of the seven? He was. Yeah. He, he requested trial by combat, but oh, shit. we couldn't do it. Nah. Yeah. I'm a eunuch now, so. um so i start off with like just overall impressions what do you guys think of episode one it's been two days you've had some time to think about it um probably read some stuff on the internet i'm sure but what were your guys first impressions i'll take it um i am i went into it maybe the first 10 minutes like all right let's see let's see and i think about minute 15 i was like let's fucking go like I'm all wow. in. I'm ready for it. I think it's because like you mentioned, we kind of know in broad strokes where it's going. Um, I like the I think they're setting up a couple things to make people feel a certain way about characters that they're going to flip on their head. Kind of like they did with um, Jamie Lannister and all those all those cats in the first series. Um, I'm ready. I think it's going to be great. And my only thing is I wonder how many seasons this is going to go. Because I wonder how deep they're going to go into this and how how much they're going to progress the story and where it eventually ends. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Robbie, what do you think? I guess I was a little indifferent in the beginning, you know, because you're expecting like Tyrion to come out and, and uh, Jon Snow and, and you kind of <laughs> you kind of miss those guys because that was such a great show. You know, obviously season whatever was kind of whack, but um, I, I, I guess I was intrigued. I was a kind of... um. Like I said, indifferent, but um, I do love a good a good backstabbing. I do love a good, uh, you know, I forgot the word I'm looking for, but I, I was 
I was uh, pleasantly surprised by the end and I was in. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to where it's going to go. I have no idea because I didn't read any of the books, but I'm ready. Nice. And I think uh, my first impression was a little bit like Robbie, where I was like, all right, I liked it, but I'm not sure. And then the more I thought about it the last like two days, I'm fucking back, baby. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> so back into yeah. this stupid universe that i'm still now don't get me wrong i'm still mad about how right. game of thrones ended and the fact that we are still missing two goddamn books or two plus books who knows how many books uh the next or the conclusion of this series is gonna be but i'm i'm fucking in yeah i'm, I'm very in and uh and it feels good it feels good to to like something to be back on something that's not like within your own life where you're just like i just yeah. love this thing and i can't wait to see where it goes we can read reddit threads again and be excited although you have to be careful because of spoilers um but just yeah overall i'm very excited my biggest apprehension with it was i i don't love the idea of a, of a prequel with anything right um star wars star wars i think you know i was super apprehensive about better call saul but i think yeah. with how great better call saul was it definitely opened me up to this and i think when this show starts and you see all these characters that like they're in that universe that we know but we don't know any of these people so it's almost like where's you know like john said where's Tyrion? where's Jon snow like right. you you were you had that prove it to me mentality going in, but like you said, once once they got into it and once they hit those notes of of what the story was going to be and where it's going to go, like you said, I'm just I'm back. I'm back. Right. Yeah. The thing that was kind of different for me is like it just took place in that in that one area where King's Landing or whatnot. Like at least Game of Thrones, you were you were jumping around to different you know areas of uh, you know different scenes, so. It's kind of it was kind of weird to just stay in one place at one time. Like maybe in Game of Thrones, you were in Winterfell for a couple, you know, ten minutes, and then they jump back to King's Landing. And then so that was the only thing that kind of was like, all right, I, I'm, a, I'm about it, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. I Did think, any? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think this was definitely like a setup episode. I feel like it's gonna get crazier and possibly expand in episodes to come where you may see other areas. They kind of quickly mentioned um, Essos and some other areas in, you know, in this universe. So you, you're right, Robbie, where it's like, all right, you're kind of used to like different areas, but I think it's going to expand as the episodes go on. Yeah. I mean, I hope I think, I think the moment that it really hit for me was that montage they did coming into King's Landing yeah. and like showing all those locations where stuff happened in Game of Thrones. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah OK, remember that. Um, remember that. That's when, Yeah, that's when I started like hit, you know, the feel spot started to get hit. And I was yeah. like, all right, let's go. I think like that wind that window scene reminded me of uh, my boy. There was like one part in the window scene where they were looking out into the to the w little world over there. And I was thinking about, um, I forgot his name already. The, that king that just took a little Thomas? leap of faith. Yeah. Yeah, he just, he just walked right out. All right. Yeah, he's like, I'm over it. That's still, that 
that like um whole beginning of that episode is still one of like the greatest maybe 15 minutes ever where it was like the septa baylor got blown up and tom and jumped out the fucking window <laughs> yeah amazing yeah that was great fantastic scene yeah but yeah i i see what you guys are saying where it's like you see certain areas and you're like, Oh, look at that. Like one thing that jumped out at me was um, when they were in um, the fuck in the godswood and there's that weirwood tree. Yeah. And, well, allegedly <laughs> it's not a weirwood tree. It's an Oak with a face carved on it, but that's, we're getting like super deep in the shit. But if you remember from when Sansa was in the godswood and was praying, it was just a stump. So it's like, mm-hmm they're kind of like showing you a little bit of, you know, what it used to be like. And then you're remembering stuff like Tom and jumping out the window or Santa in the godswood or whatever. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, shot though, through the leaves, um, in that scene. Oh yeah. And those two, I, I'm, I'm bad with names already. When those two girls are just laying down reading, uh, Rhaenyra and, um, Hightower. What the hell's her name? I got her. Allison. Allison. Yes. Thank you. Um, in high tower. Yeah, I would say overall you guys the are the brains behind the operation. What's that? I said you guys are the bra- brains behind this operation. Oh well, just because we're fucking nerds and read all the books, and, <laughs> and instead of like, I always remember meeting Benny, uh, and uh, he was in the middle of probably like Feast for Crows or something, and we were going out, and he was just like, "Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm gonna go read." <laughs> <laughs> Um, but this, you bring up a good point. The cinematography was fucking awesome in this show. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure, uh, Miguel Sapochnik directed this, who directed a bunch of the like really good yep. episodes of Thrones, but like, feel like not... he was always like the episode nine guy. Yeah. Right. Where yeah. all the crazy stuff guy. happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but not just like that. That was a great scene, Robbie, the, with the leaves, but like the jousting scene. Awesome. Yeah. The way that it was shot and like some of the stuff that was going on, that shit was awesome. Because you got to remember, like this is, yeah, it's a new series, but they have ten years of Game of Thrones stuff that they learned all this stuff. And I think you were mentioning it on Going Gray this week. You know, all the sets, all the wardrobe, all that stuff is already. You know, they have the blueprint on how to shoot this thing. So it's right off the bat, you're getting like season seven production for, on right. pilot. And hopefully, like season four story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So, what was there anything? I'll say, I'll say like this: like Benny, you're like super hyped. Was there anything you didn't like in this episode? I didn't. I I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the sex position. That's like my major nitpick. It it always tends to be is like the gratuitous like sex scenes and stuff like that. Right. That's just me being like a little bit of a prude with some of that stuff. But you uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but honestly, man, like no, I, I as far as a pilot goes, to me, this is like a nine point five out of ten. Wow. Like it, you, you hit some really high highs as far as like gripping story, like with you know the birth scene with the the. <laughs> The duel scene, you know, that the joust that becomes the duel, um, you know, her becoming the heir, the secret that she's told, you know, all that stuff was just like, 
really like i don't think you would get that in a pilot it yes there was a lot of setup but there was a lot of payoff too in this episode so for me it was almost a perfect pilot wow robbie what was be i guess um was there anything specific that you all you didn't like or were you kind of just like like just apprehensive like all right let's see where this goes kind of feeling i guess i was just apprehensive to see where it goes um I kind of thought it was slow moving. I mean, obviously the uh, the jousting scene and and things like that were fantastic. I, I agree with Benny. Like, I wasn't a big fan of that guy's pumps on on the doggy style stuff. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think he was really really working when he could work with. But um, I don't know. I'm a big character guy too, and I just I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of, I guess the the king, uh, whatever Saris. his name is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I don't know. I wasn't. Uh, I didn't really like his character. I don't know. Like you like to connect to a, at least one character like early on to get you hooked in a show. Yeah. And he's I, I, hopefully something happens to him when he's off the show ASAP. <laughs> Can you is there like something specific that you didn't like about him? I don't, honestly, his face, I didn't like. <laughs> All right. Oh, OK. <laughs> I thought it was more like, you know, the way he was as a king. Yeah, kind of the way he was as a as a king as well. Um, the birth scene was 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 gut wrenching. That was that was a, 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 a definitely a tough scene. But yeah, just in general, I didn't like how he was. You know, as a king, it right. was. I like my kings rude and crude. So you you I, like a Bobby Baratheon? Yeah, I like a Bobby <laughs> Baratheon. Yeah. You know, I like uh, a Joffrey, somebody you yeah. you just love to hate. That's what right. I like. And you want to see this person get his like his just due. Right. And I, I think I think oh go ahead, Rob. Uh, I was gonna say I, I think that's all on purpose because one of the I you know, I was just talking to me about how someone pointed out that when he sits on the throne, he gets cut. By the way, before we I finish that thought, I love the throne in this one where it has all the the swords leading up to. Right. It's like because you know, if you've ever seen mock-ups of what the real iron throne is supposed to look up like and what the show one was like this is kind of the in-between right. uh but anyway him sitting on the throne getting cut is like you know the the throne rejecting him and he's not worthy of sitting on the throne and right i i think when you see where this goes the way he is as a king is the reason why we're getting this story right and i also think i was thinking about the fact that so Damon was saying to him, like, you know, you're weak. You're not a strong king. And one of the things that kind of proved or showed that that was the case was when during the joust and it turned into a melee, like that shit wouldn't remember the joust in with Baratheon, Bobby B. He he's like, knock this shit off. And they everyone stopped. But he no one cared. He had yeah. no authority. And they fucking people were getting killed. And then they were talking like, but wasn't that also, wasn't that also, didn't it kind of break down when he left or was he still there when that was happening? I actually, good question. Maybe, maybe I'm fucking up the timeline, but he he might, I I think, I think you might be right. And then the big duel was when he had left. I think that that might be what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But speaking of that scene, did you notice who the maester told first? about was it uh the hand yeah high tower yeah 
so I just, I feel like that might've been a little hint to who actually, you know, runs the show or, or the fact that he's from old town and the Maesters are from old town. There might be something going on there as well. Yeah, they're definitely, I don't want to say, yeah, I don't, I I don't, I was going to say scheming, but that's not the right word in cahoots is better because you notice as soon as she's dead, he sends his daughter right over to the king to like, you know, he, he wants, you know, we saw so many times in game of Thrones that marriage is where you get your power from, you know, it's how you get your family name out there and you get power to your family. So he, he, he wants power. I agree. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think you're right, Robbie, that, like he's not he's not a likable character and i but i think i agree with you too benny that it's supposed to be that way but i guess we'll find out like the you know we'll see what the payoff is like if you remember the you know in the coming weeks uh thing i don't know if you guys watched that but you know there was some scenes where he was like doing some shit so maybe he's not a complete pushover i don't know i I, we'll find out again i don't know really know where this is going i kind of know the end game but other than that, I don't know how we're getting there. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. a little upset that I got to wait till Sunday. <laughs> right. But it's also awesome that it's like weekly appointment TV and you can talk about it all week. And then it's next Sunday and do it all over again. I miss that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah me too. It, definitely. Like, because there hasn't. I mean, I haven't watched a show like that since Thrones, basically. I mean, I I think Better Call Saul was like very popular and was once a week, I believe. But I don't think it's not like on this level. Right. Uh, The last season was for me. It was I was uh, a catch up person on Better Call Saul. I would always like, you know, when the the season hit Netflix, I would binge it. Uh Um, But for me, this last season was appointment TV. But. Was it on it? Was it ever on the level as Game of Thrones was for me? No, or Breaking Bad? No, right? Yeah, I think for me, like Succession was appointment TV, still is. Like I look forward to that every single week. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of it's not like Game of Thrones, but but it, it kind of has the same storyline. It's all about scheming and plotting and and trying to get you know gain power within. Right. So that was that was fun for me. Like Brandy said, Breaking Bad was appointment TV. Um. And Game of Thrones. Other than that, I haven't finished Better Call Saul yet, but um, yeah, those three were kind of just appointment TV for me. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm excited to be back. I don't know. It's just feels good. Yeah. Um. So wh- I don't know if you guys have thought about it much or or rewatched the episode or whatever. Um. What did you think about the whole... Um, Aegon Song of Ice and Fire prophecy um that they were talking about in the in the in that area with the dragon. You know what I'm talking about with Viserys and uh Rhaenyra. Um so where I get tripped up on the history, the long night has passed by like a thousand years at this point, right? That's not what they're no, I think what the show is is trying to trying to say is they're prophesizing game of thrones Game of Thrones. yeah okay 
I thought that was cool. I thought that was, um, you know, you never heard that in the books, to my knowledge, and you never heard that conversation in Game of Thrones. So it was a cool little way to tie it in. Um, I liked it. It, it was a nice like, little call forward, I guess. Yeah. Would Robbie, do you think that like by them doing that, does it do anything for you for like Game of Thrones or does it make you feel a certain way like uh, at all? No, I I think it would like Benny said, it was a cool thing to little, little tie into. Right. Um, yeah, it didn't it didn't make me feel any other way about Game of Thrones. Right. I'm curious if they're going to try to like retcon anything like starting with this sort of to like try and make the last two seasons of game of thrones like a little better i don't know if you guys noticed the viserys's dagger did you guys it's notice the dagger that? from the uh it's uh, the, at, one that... the dagger that aria uses to kill the yeah. night king yeah so like you know they're definitely i get that they want to make uh connections and stuff like that i mean it is the same universe um but i'm not sure how much they could really do to like fix the end of thrones i don't know if they really could the only thing i could think of the only thing i think that they could fix or try to fix would be something with bran maybe i wonder if that idiot's gonna show up (laughs) oh my god please no why do you think i came all this way (laughs) you know what i hate what I hate too is how much I love Bran in the books. I know Bran; he's such a great character in the books, and how much like, and I didn't hate the actor, and I didn't hate the character. I just hate what they did to him. I know, yeah. But do you think... try not to get too much into that? I know, here. yeah. <laughs> this isn't a, a a podcast about bashing the Game of Thrones. Do you think though? All right, so think about this: if this show is amazing. Like it's the, you know, the it only gets better from the pilot. And for Benny, that's near impossible. Um, do you think that would make <laughs> you like the Game of Thrones better in some way? So it's like you're looking at the whole universe and you're just like, nah, it's, it's all good. I kind of fucked up at the end or whatever. I don't know. If, if I'm being real, if they nail it, yeah. It's going to make me more pissed about Game of Thrones. Probably. What about you, Robin? Same. Yeah. I, I think th- the same. I, I agree. <clears throat> I don't think that, I don't know. I, I just I just don't think that if they nail it here, yeah, I'll be pissed. But I don't think anything they can do can, can kind of get my mind over what they did. I was thinking last night, too, like the reason why like Jon Snow came back. And I was like, all right, maybe he could, he wasn't destined to be king but he came back so he could kill Daenerys and that was his destiny I think but I don't want to get too much into it but like I said I don't think anything they can do in this show can can get my mind over the fact how much they they jerked my chain that last <laughs> season yeah I think you guys are right um, what about you Ryan how do you feel yeah I how mean kind of same like I, I I'm looking at it like it's an it's another entry and you know it's it's making me just this this excitement is making me like less angry as a whole at thrones and about you know the books being 
not finished. I feel like it, once this season or this series finishes, then I'll kind of get a little agitated again. But like just the excitement of being back in this world is kind of making me forget about that a little bit. In, in a way, I almost feel like it's HBO being like, yo, it wasn't us. Yeah. yeah Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like we, it, those weren't our calls, you know? So it's like, and I just want to save in their name. Make a, a point to the, the prequel stuff, like Benny said, with, with Better Call Saul. Like, at least with Better Call Saul, prequel wise, you knew you were getting Gus back potentially. You know, you knew Mike was going to be in that universe and you know, you know, you knew Saul. So, I mean, here, you know, you're not going to get anybody back to, you know, you might get some people that they talked about it you know, in the stories and in kind of past tense. So that'd be cool. But yeah, um, I don't know. That's my that's my prequel rant. I agree. Yeah, I think there's going to be probably even more connections that we're not even thinking of. Um, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens if Bran shows up. Maybe Mira's dragging him through somewhere or something. I don't know. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see how that. Goes. If I see that kid's stupid face, I'm turning the television off. <laughs> it's you know I I don't want to get too again. We're not doing spoilers here, but I'm I, like from the second I turned it off last night, I was like plotting out the next four scenes of the show, like what's coming. Yeah, because I think it's going to be like Game of Thrones in a way where that if you look at the pilot and what they were talking about and what the main issues were in that season, and then you flash forward, even like a couple seasons, like none of that stuff is important. None of that stuff matters. Yeah. It set it up, but they're not even like all that shit is like small potatoes compared to like, you know, the things that start happening. Right. No, I agree. Um, uh, yeah. I'm wicked excited again. <laughs> um, and I also, so, all right, let's talk a little bit more about the show specifically. What do you think about Damon? Because he was one, if not the star, if not the star of the show or the first episode, I should say. But I've been reading a lot where um, there's a lot of people like saying he's the villain. I don't think he's the villain. I mean, not fully. What do you guys think of him? You want to go, Rob? Yeah, I think he he reminds me of the Jamie Lannister type, like Benny was saying before. Um, I I enjoyed him. I don't think he's I don't think he's the villain. I right. just think that he's just doing what he has to do. Um, but I am excited to see where his character goes. I think I'm most intrigued about what's going to happen with him. I think you know he seems like a scumbag, but you know so was Jamie. But also, Jamie, you know, did some good, even though he was a fucking creep. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what his character goes the most. And um, if I had to predict, I do not think he's he's going to be the uh, the villain of the show. Agreed. Yeah, I, I I don't necessarily know if he's going to be a villain, but I think he's going to be very gray, very gray. Oh, yeah. To the point where, and you see it so many times in this show where I, I don't know if you have an ad read ready for betterhelp.com, but a lot <laughs> no, of these, I have no ad reads today. <laughs> a lot of these people could use better help because that main beef that Damon and Viserys the King have is like 
I'm trying to do this. I see you as this type of person, but they never, you know, had had that conversation. Like, right. If, if anything, you know, Viserys likes him and, and, you know, he said he's the one always defending him and always like trying to put him in these positions. And it's like how Ned felt about being hand. He right. never wanted that because right. he knew what getting too close to Robert was going to do. Right. Where And this is like flipped a little bit where the king is like, no, I can't have you that close to me. Right. And and he wants that. He wants to beat the hand. So, you know, they have this beef between them that they both love each other. Right. But it's just causing problems with them that they they've never sat down and said, you know, this is how I feel. This is why I want you here. So I think a lot of that stuff of, of Damon is him acting out and just trying to get the attention, like all the stuff with the gold cloaks is, right. is, you know, that's him just trying to get attention or approval from, from the King and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it could be. Yeah. That's I think what I... they, they both. So Damon is almost like trying to protect Viserys from the council and Viserys is trying to protect Damon from the council. Yeah. In different ways, but they're both, like trying to defend the the other because they're brothers um i i don't see at least of any of the characters we've been introduced to so far that there's gonna be like uh a joffrey uh a ramsey bolton like a person that you're just like fuck this guy a hundred percent i feel like everyone's gonna be sort of like a yeah gray where it's not necessarily they're completely a villain or they're completely a hero. Like that's on the flip side. I don't know who I don't see any like good guys. Like they're, they're all kind of gray. I don't think that we've by far met the amount of Targaryens that are going to be in this show. And I think the one, the one thing that you always have to keep in mind was, was said a few times and definitely said a bunch in the book is anytime a Targaryen is born, the gods flip a coin. Right. As to whether they're going to be a normal person or a complete psycho. A complete psycho. Mm-hmm. Right. So th- there's no way we're not going to get a couple people that are just, you know, absolute lunatics. Oh, yeah, for sure. And also, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but the series or I think the season is going to do time jumps. So like we started. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, we started early uh to when Viserys became king then we jumped to a couple of years later and then from what i understand we're going to jump again and i think we're going to go back and forth so we're definitely going to meet a lot of new people um we're going to forget everyone's name <laughs> yeah really fast <laughs> i don't know how you can handle that that was you know oh yeah that was the one thing when i when the episode started is like all these names are going 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 you're like fuck, I don't remember what that guy's name was. I don't remember that this guy's name is. And the benefit of having read the books before watching the show is you don't have to worry about that. Like, you know. So I, I definitely felt the like the anxiety that a lot of people felt when they watched Game of Thrones for the first time, right. where it's almost like you just got to like, just let it go. If it's important, they'll they'll touch it. They'll touch on it again. They'll right. figure out a way for you to, to remember those things that you need to remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we probably either misnamed somebody or said their name wrong well that's why i have the uh the imdb of Smart. the cast list so you can't see it on nice. the ipad but that's i have smart. The, just just so i could 
pull up the names in a pinch if I needed it. Yeah, I have my I have it up too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I think I I like all the characters not because I think they're all good or bad or whatever. I'm just I'm interested. I'm interested to learn more about a lot of the characters about Otto Hightower, about Corliss, or aka the Sea Snake, about the Maesters, about um. Corliss's wife, who's the one who got passed over to be queen in the beginning. Yep. Um yep. Rhaenerys, I think, I'm pretty sure. Um it is... hold on a second. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Otto Otto Hightower is the Rainus. Rainus. Yeah, I think R- Rainus or Rhaenerys. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, Valerian. Yeah, we'll look it up. What were you saying, Robbie? Sorry. Otto Hightower is the uh is that the kicker from the replacements? Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm wiry. <laughs> nice. All right, I'm ready. I'm in. I'm back in on him. All and right, Damon good. is uh I don't know if I definitely haven't watched it. I don't think Robbie's watched it. No. But Damon was uh a Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Yeah. For like he was a long also time. Prince Charles in the Crown. Or oh, Prince yeah. somebody in the Crown. I forget which. Prince Philip. Doesn't okay. matter. He looks like fucking Vigo the Carpathian from Ghostbusters too. <laughs> he, <laughs> he does. Got a he does. Face. Huge, huge face. And it's like he's attractive, but his face looks like he might be a product of inbreeding. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> so perfect yeah. casting on him. <laughs> his bloodline is definitely pure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. <clears throat> Have you guys seen anything like funny, cool, interesting on any social media about House of the Dragon at all? Not yet. It hasn't penetrated my TikTok yet. I'm sure I'm going to see a lot of stuff once I open that app up. Is TikTok your main social media source of information? It's It's definitely the one that... Uh, I spend the most time on it's it's an easy time killer for sure. Fair enough. I'm too old for TikTok. They wouldn't let me join. It's to the, the the algorithm on TikTok is insane. It is all knowing. It you're flipping through there, and it's everything. Like you'll get like 15, 20 in a row that are just like everything you want to learn about. For me, it's like golf, sometimes Marvel stuff, baseball nice. stuff, cooking. <clears throat> And you're just like, damn, this thing, this algorithm is hating right now. It knows me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm sure. So House of the Dragon will be popping up soon. For sure. Yeah. What about you, Robbie? Did you look at anything at all? Or No, I kind of stayed away because I don't really feel like hearing a, a different opinions after the first episode. Right. Because you're going to get a bunch of stuff and I'm not really into it. I'm sure I'll spoil myself and go down a, a, a Reddit thread or the usual stuff I do that spoils spoils shows for me, but I kind of tried to stay away because I don't mm-hmm. want to hear any idiots like just like dismiss the show after the first episode. Nice. And I and I'll say so far from what I've seen, because I've been looking pretty decently, it seems like it's universally liked. I haven't seen a lot of like negative comments about it, which I'm kind of surprised because I thought based on the vitriol after thrones on especially reddit and twitter i thought people were gonna just like i don't give a fuck i'm digging my heels in and trashing the show no matter how good it is but so nitpicking far, every little thing not a lot 
And apparently it was the most watched premiere in HBO history. Wow. 10 million crazy. Watched it that that's crazy. Sunday. That is that is that's a wild number. 10 million. Wild. And especially like you said, after all the hate that it got, like Game of Thrones got that. It just goes to show you, man, it, what what a epic show that was and how much it like sunk its claws into everybody. I know. And it's it's like it's like an ex that went away for a couple years and you're like, I'll never talk to that bitch again. And then a couple yeah. years later, all of a sudden, eh, let's see what back. this goes. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> she comes back. Right. She hit. She hit the gym. She dyed her hair pure yeah, blonde. <laughs> she got. Yeah, she, she got, got dragons. Blonde. She got blonde. <laughs> she, she, yeah, she's got a few dragons in the old layer. <laughs> um, the other cool thing I saw. I mean, there was a bunch of cool stuff, but there was um, someone took a video of. I believe it was a brownstone in Brooklyn, but it might have been in Manhattan. And it was just I saw that you saw that. Um, so it was just an apartment uh, building. And you could tell that like probably like 40 percent ish of all the windows were in sync because they were all watching Thrones at the same time. I thought that was pretty wild. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So it's like it's it's back fucking. Yeah. I'm very excited because that means because I was scared that it was going to be shitty. But because it's good, that means we'll get all the seasons that we need. HBO will pump money into it. I can continue to read the internet about it. <laughs> Maybe I'll read the book. I might read the book. I don't know. I think I'm going to read it in, in, after the first season ends. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, tried, I tried to read it when I first got it. And it's it starts off. It's kind of boring. It's a lot of it's a heavy. It's like a history book. You're reading a history book, essentially. Yeah, because basically it's it's um the accounts of a few people, a couple maesters, yeah. um, and yeah, it's like a couple people just saying like this is what happened, like that's how it's written, um, and you know we'll see where they take it. I'm just glad the story's finished, so we don't get the same bullshit that happened last time. I, I want to nice. jump. I want to jump back on that 10 million number real quick because yeah, that God. is a freaking epic number. And, and that's I, just I who don't like using that like live. Yeah, that doesn't count who's going to be streaming it all week and everything. I don't I don't use that word epic a lot. I just think it's overused. But I think I remember seeing like the number. So to compare it to a prequel, I think the number for Better Call Saul on its pilot episode was like four million. Right. And that was like insane and you got to think like hbo is a premium service right and you're either paying 15 dollars a month for it streaming or it's a part of your crazy cable package and god knows how much that costs right probably around the same price so that, that's a crazy number i i didn't hear that and, and the fact that it was that high is insane yeah uh, so i think the finale of thrones got like 19 million of people wow, watching that's crazy but you know again and tv has changed since then hbo max is now out so like you're right like people who maybe didn't have it for cable are now paying for hbo max or whatever but you know that still again doesn't count people streaming people uh pirating it probably watching it for free or watching it together or whatever it's that's a big number for a premiere where the end of the show that it's connected to was like widely hated so it's crazy that that many people came back to say 
yeah, I want to see what what happens here. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Honestly, when I was watching it, I was like, I hope because I'm so pumped on where the story is potentially going, I hope that it gets a good following because I want to see this play out and to hear that number. Like, no, it's it's as far as they want to go with it, it's gonna go. Yeah, agree. Um, damn, it's crazy. Um, so I don't know. I I think I don't. I know we could probably talk like for fucking ever on this. Um, yeah. like we could, you know, we could get real deep. I don't think people want to hear that right now. Um, I would say Ben had a good idea. Who do you think sits the Iron Throne this week? Meaning, like, who is your favorite either character or favorite scene from the show this week? I'll go first because your guys are getting this dropped on you. To me, it was Sir Kristen Cole, nice. the man that defeated the heartthrob. Yes, right. that guy was good looking. He was. Yeah, he was. As soon as he, he was. took his helmet off, I was like, "Oh shit, this is the yes. guy." Yes. So for me, Sir Kristen Cole coming in as the mystery knight, beating Damon. What's up with this guy? I want to know more about him. Where, where where is this guy going to end up? How is he going to throw his hat into the ring? So to me, he sits the Iron Throne this week because I am very intrigued as nice. to where his story is going. And I thought I thought that Damon was going to like snake him and like stab him in the back yeah. or something like that but he didn't yeah what about you robbie what do you, do you want to you have anybody i would have went damon's um pillage scene but i'm gonna go with um princess rainer what, what do you say name the the one that becomes the heir yeah rainier uh rainier i'm gonna yeah. go with her poise at her mother's um funeral and nice. kind of how she you know kind of fits the part to be the heir uh i liked i like that scene I, I do love a nice just village pillage um <laughs> but i'm gonna go with uh with her i i i liked her poison uh when she called over her dragon to to burn her mother's body i think that i think that showed you know what she's capable of and where she's gonna go in the show Felt good to hear Dracaris again, didn't it? Oh yeah. my god! Please, my phone was had a Dracaris in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny you you both brought up like scenes that were awesome in the show. We didn't even talk about it. The jousting scene was awesome. With the the fucking C section scene, like together, insane scenes. That was awesome. In a show known for brutality, it was probably one of the hardest to one like of watch. The most brutal scene to watch. Yes. And also, and Robbie's bringing up the the funeral that was cool as hell to see with the dragon and how they did that. Um, and we didn't talk, you, Robbie. You also brought up when the gold cloaks went out and just fucking started chopping dicks off. And <laughs> Please, that's my favorite scene. <laughs> they just dragging two horse carts full of body parts. Like we didn't talk about any of that stuff, and we still talked for I don't even know forty minutes or whatever this ended up being. Yeah. Um, so basically what I'm getting at is there's a lot to like in this episode and hopefully the rest of the season. Well, who, who sits the iron throne for you? That's what I was just going to say. Um, Hmm. You know, I think I'm going to go with Otto Hightower. And I was going to say that you're a big Otto guy. 
And it, it, well, what I'm going to say is not because I'm a big auto guy, but be to me, he's the most intriguing so far because I think he's scheming. I think he's up to some shit. I mean, we definitely know he's scheming for power by sending Allison to uh, Viserys's bed chambers where he's so just think- like carving, doing a Lego setup <laughs> or whatever he was up to. That, has, but, that, that might have took like at least 35 years. Oh, yeah. That thing was insane. But he reminds um, me. Of, I don't want to cut you off. But he no, reminds me of the little finger. Yeah, Peter Baelish. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree. Don't. Yeah, um, I think he's up to more shit. I think there's gonna stuff's gonna come out that he's up to stuff. I mean, there's probably a number of people up to things. I would very much like to see more of Corliss, the guy with the dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the um, he's like the ma- master of ships, I think. I'm pretty sure because he's the sea snake. I think he's gonna be a cool ass character. I'm not sure exactly how much we'll get of him. Um, but it's good to be to see the small council back. Yeah, you know, all those. I want to know more about the uh, like the marble thing. Yeah, what that was that? Yeah, that was a little threw a little curveball there. Is that like yeah. they're here now? Like they're present? I don't know what the fuck that was. And they all pulled it out. I guess they all keep it on their person. But you notice when Damon left, he just left his on the table. And I think I, someone may have even dropped his in when he came in. I did not notice that. Interesting. Keep an eye, keep an eye on the balls. Yeah, that's right. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, we're going to see a couple episodes where um, Allison is sitting on the Iron Throne. Really? Not for us. Not, not the real. Yeah, not the real throne. I, I'm. Yeah, I know what yeah. you meant. Yeah, you might be right. Um, those high they set her up to be a very squirrely bunch. Yeah, they set her up to be a very, very big character. Yeah, and again, we still probably haven't met all the characters. There might be someone who comes in and is fucking awesome, um, or whatever. But I think these are probably all the main ones, just because they were all in the pilot. I'm guessing for now for the first season for the first season. I don't know. I wonder how many seasons this is going to be. I could, I could see at least, at least four. At I was going to say, yeah, three or four. Maybe I think it goes, I think it goes further than that. So I, this is not a spoiler because you know, this happens. It's called house of the dragon, right? We know that um, when Aegon conquers, Westeros, he has Balerion. You saw right. his skull in this episode. You Which know, is an awesome scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the Tar- Targaryens get to the point where they don't have dragons anymore. Right. I think that's that might be the main thread, or or at least the timeline is the death of the dragons and all the stuff that leads up to that. Right. Well, I mean And that's a long time from now, I think. Could be. Yeah. I, I was thinking that if this was only like one season or two seasons, that it might just end with the dance of dragons maybe but that that takes a long time oh yeah no i mean there's multiple people that aren't even born yet that that's important too right but remember i also there's going to be time jumps right okay so i think i think so the first time jump was like 10 ish years something like that i think the next time jumps close to 20 i think but oh wow i don't know for sure we'll find out very interesting. I'm very excited. Um, I'm very excited to be doing this. I think 
it was all over the place, but I still enjoyed doing it. I think as we go on, the episodes are going to lean more on plot. But this was just like the, you know, the first impressions of of the pilot. So like you said, there was a lot of plot to talk about that we could have talked about. But, you know, listen, can't be here all night. That's right. I got stuff to do. Uh, what do you What do you think, Robbie? No, I'm saying like even like t- like I watched the episode and I was kind of like eh, but now even talking about it and then like reliving the the scenes in my head, I'm like holy shit! There was a pumped. lot of action. There was a lot of action and a lot of a lot of you know dialogue, a lot of uh, scheming, plotting, and I'm like, you know what? I was indifferent, but I'm fucking back, baby. I'm in. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. It took us 45 minutes to get you there, but you're there. Baby. I'm back. I- I'm back. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, so I think let's wrap it up there again. Uh, we definitely could have, like Benny said, talked about more plot. Uh, the main goal of this, Robbie, you didn't know this, but was for me and Benny to just get you hyped up <laughs> for this show. <laughs> so we I bought a fucking microphone to get you on, in on board here. Well, I'm back. You know what? I, I didn't take any notes last week, but now I'm, I'm heavy notepad next week and heavy, uh, heavy, you know, deep dives. I can't wait. So for those of you that uh, made it this far, thank you. Um, the plan is to do this uh, every drop it every Thursday. So there's some time to think about it and get ready for the following week episode. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else you want to say before we let the people go? Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Let's plot. Let's scheme. Let's pillage. Let's, oh, let's I do it. Wait. I cannot <laughs> wait. Uh, so thanks for listening. Um, if you guys have any suggestions, any questions you want to ask, uh, any of us like, you know, book shit, we'll get into it. Send us an email going at gmail.com. And also, uh, check our normal episodes out. Um, we talk about being old and stupid and, uh, definitely check out Benny's podcast Unofficial intelligence. He does that with, uh, his two friends, Stephen Anthony. It's awesome. Um, so again, send us an email, let us know what you think. We love you. Good night. Good night. Good night, great boys.